Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we explore Food Fix by Dr. Mark Hyman, a visionary roadmap that unveils how the crises of chronic disease, inequality, and environmental destruction are deeply linked to our food systems. Dr. Hyman, an American physician renowned for his expertise in functional medicine, illuminates the shadow cast by our current production and consumption patterns. He offers clarity on the transformative power of regenerative agriculture and presents actionable solutions for individuals and communities. As the founder and medical director of the Ultra Wellness Center and a prolific author, Dr. Hyman's credentials amplify the insights within Food Fix, making this book a touchstone for anyone invested in the intersection of health, environmental stewardship, and social justice. This insightful narrative is not only critical reading for health-conscious individuals, but also serves as an urgent call to action for environmentalists, climate activists, and farmers seeking a sustainable future. Join us as we delve into the significant challenges we face and unearth the seeds of change that could lead us towards a healthier, more equitable world. Food Fix, how to save our health, our economy, our communities, and our planet, one bite at a time. Introduction, transform your health and the planet by choosing sustainable food. Imagine standing in the grocery store, eyeing a colorful bag of potato chips or the gleaming cans of soda lined up like soldiers on the shelf. Before you reach out, Take a moment to consider what's behind those familiar ingredients listed on the back. Corn syrup, wheat starch, and soybean oil. They seem harmless, but they're at the core of a vast battle for our health and the Earth's well-being. Modern diets loaded with ultra-processed foods are not just expanding waistlines, but also fueling chronic diseases. Heart disease, cancer, and diabetes rates are skyrocketing, and these snack staples are the culprits. Despite their convenience, these foods carry a heavy price, emitting staggering amounts of CO2 into our already burdened atmosphere. And what about the natural world? Have you noticed the dwindling numbers of honeybees or the lack of butterflies in the summertime? It's no coincidence. The intensive farming methods needed to feed our fast food cravings are destroying habitats, putting pollinators at risk, and accelerating the climate crisis. Despite the scale of these challenges, there's light at the end of the tunnel. This narrative unfolds the map to a brighter, greener future, where dietary choices are aligned with environmental custodianship. You'll uncover which foods to avoid, the necessary actions for governments, and the pivotal role of farmers in nurturing a sustainable tomorrow. Prepare to uncover. The inspirational story of a Guatemalan farmer revolutionizing agriculture the vital lessons from the green revolution, and the surprising ways eating meat can still align with sustainability goals. Let's embark on a journey to discover how we can all contribute to a food fix that promises revitalized health for ourselves and the planet. Part one, a deeper look at how our food choices are shaping global crises. It's easy to feel bombarded by the torrent of troubling headlines that dominate our daily lives. Famine, illness, environmental degradation. It's a seemingly endless parade of doom. 
At a glance, these issues might appear distinct, like a series of unfortunate but unrelated events. Yet there's a single thread weaving through the tapestry of these global concerns, our collective food choices. Unlocking this truth is crucial. Our food is the linchpin in some of the most daunting challenges we as a species are facing. Consider the dire health landscape. Astonishingly, diet has overtaken other factors to become the leading cause of mortality and suffering globally. Shifting eating habits over the past four decades, marked by an increase in ultra-processed and sugar-laden diets, have propelled diseases such as heart conditions, diabetes and cancer to unprecedented levels. These lifestyle-induced ailments claim nearly 50 million lives each year, making them deadlier than infectious diseases, and they've inflicted a financial toll in the trillions. Next, ponder the impact on social inequality. Junk food doesn't just harm the body, it impairs minds, especially in children. Nutritional deficiencies born from a poor diet can stunt cognitive development, trapping the next generation in a cycle of underachievement and, frequently, socioeconomic despair. If we consider food as a fundamental determinant of quality of life, this cycle becomes ever more vicious. But this is not just a problem in affluent societies. Developing communities grapple with the disruptions wrought by massive agricultural corporations, the big food entities. They displace populations, level ancestral lands, and erode rich cultural traditions. Meanwhile, the agricultural practices they champion contribute to declining health standards and environmental degradation. Speaking of the environment, industrial-scale agriculture emerges as a leading agent of climate change. It's not just about destroying CO2, absorbing habitats, but also eroding the very soil we depend on. Its role in climate change surpasses even that of fossil fuel enterprises. Couple this with toxic fertilizer and pesticide use that decimate wildlife and create lifeless marine zones, and the full ecological cost becomes clear. In our attempts to tackle these crises, we've siloed them into separate categories. Diet-related issues are often treated independently from environmental concerns like climate change. But when food is the common denominator, these crises demand a collective, comprehensive strategy. Before we chart this holistic path, let's delve further into the depths of these interconnected problems. Part 2. The Shocking Price Tag of Poor Dietary Choices We're all familiar with the mantra, eat healthy to stay healthy. Turn on the TV or flip through a magazine and you're bound to encounter the latest dietary trends or grim warnings about the perils of junk food. Yet, the staggering economic implications of our dietary habits often fly under the radar. Eating poorly isn't just harmful to our bodies, it comes with an economic price tag that can only be described as spine-chilling. Delving into the fiscal fallout of unhealthy diets, especially in the United States, sheds light on the sheer scale of this crisis. Two pivotal reports published in 2018, The Cost of Chronic Diseases in the US and America's Obesity Crisis, the health and economic costs of excess weight reveal just how dire the situation is. In the year 2016 alone, caring for Americans suffering from chronic diseases, largely driven by poor diets, cost over $1 trillion in direct medical expenses. Indirectly, 
when factoring in lost income, dips in productivity, and the burden on caregivers, the costs ballooned to an astounding $2.6 trillion. Consider the long-term forecast. Over a 35-year span, the United States faces a potential $95 trillion in expenses linked to heart disease, diabetes, cancer, mental health issues, and more. The common denominator for these conditions, suboptimal nutrition. It might be hard to wrap your head around such numbers, but picture this. Currently, 60% of Americans live with at least one chronic condition, and 40% battle two or more. When we cast the net worldwide, these numbers become even more alarming. As the Western industrial diet, think burgers, fries, and sugar-laden sodas, becomes more prevalent globally, the cost could reach staggering quadrillions. You may think these figures do not directly impact you, but they influence the world in which we live. The World Bank suggests that the funds consumed by this health crisis could dramatically reshape our world if allocated differently. Imagine investing this money in free education, universal health care, poverty eradication, food security, social justice, job creation, and clean energy. Picture an overhaul of the agricultural system into one that is truly sustainable. The picture is both daunting and filled with potential. With these insights, there's an opportunity for a dramatic shift in priorities, one in which health and prosperity are intimately linked to our everyday food choices. Part 3. The Dire Environmental Consequences of Industrial Agriculture As you unwrap a fast food burger or tear open a pack of chips, the last thing on your mind is likely the environmental impact of your meal. But if you pause to consider the journey from farm to your fingers, you might lose your appetite. Big agribusiness the massive companies responsible for much of what we eat, plays a significant role in hastening an environmental catastrophe. The planet's lifeblood is its soil, a diverse and delicate ecosystem packed with organisms that decompose organic matter, nourishing the plants that feed us all. But this precious resource is under siege, with every passing year of intensive agricultural practices. Swaths of fertile soil are saturated with damaging pesticides and fertilizers, inching us closer to a future where viable harvests may be no more than a memory. Healthy soil does more than just sustain plant life. It's also an immense carbon reservoir. Yet, as industrial farming tears through this vital resource, it releases centuries of stored carbon dioxide back into the atmosphere, exacerbating the global warming crisis. The havoc wreaked by industrial agriculture is not confined to the land. Overuse of nitrogen-rich fertilizers leads to runoff into bodies of water. The result? Explosive algae growth that starves aquatic life of oxygen, turning vibrant ecosystems into aquatic graveyards. Lake Erie's algal catastrophe serves as a grim reminder of how a single lake can unleash environmental and health crises far and wide. But the terrestrial impact of this runoff is profound too. Picture vast maritime expanses, as large as the state of New Jersey, devoid of life. This isn't some dystopian fiction. It's the reality off our coasts, where dead zones teem not with fish, but with the silence of marine desolation. The use of pesticides compounds the disaster. 
These chemicals aren't just potential cancer-causing agents for humans. They eradicate the very creatures that underpin our food systems. Pollinators like bees and butterflies are integral to crop production, and without them, the notion of no crops, no food, becomes a stark possibility. The scenario is indeed grim, but change is within reach. We stand at a crossroads, with a stark choice ahead. Embrace sustainable farming methods and rethink our food consumption or face the consequences of ecosystem collapse. The path we choose now will dictate the health of our planet and the future of humanity itself. Part 4. From Agricultural Breakthrough to Systemic Failure. The Decline of the Green Revolution. Not long ago, innovation in farming technology and the advent of agricultural chemicals promised a shiny future where hunger was a relic of the past. This era, known as the Green Revolution, aimed to catapult crop production to heights capable of eradicating global hunger. And for a time, it seemed to be working. Vast monocultures of grains flourished, and fewer people went hungry in regions once plagued by scarcity. Yet, what was once hailed as the cornerstone of human progress has become a source of multidimensional failure. The grand vision of the Green Revolution is crumbling, leaving behind a slew of unintended and problematic consequences. This burst of agricultural production delivered a surplus, not just of food, but specifically of processed products. Calorie-rich, but nutritionally deficient. Eerily, even as we produce more than enough food to feed every soul on Earth, hunger persists. An estimated 800 million individuals slip into sleep with empty stomachs. This disparity is rooted in the misdirection of food towards animal feed for profit-driven meat industries, biofuels, and staggering levels of waste, keeping essential nourishment from those in dire need. Moreover, the Green Revolution accelerated the spread of genetically modified organisms, or GMOs. The jury is still out on the ultimate safety and environmental impact of GMOs, with no consensus in sight. Yet GMO-related farming techniques have spawned superbugs and superweeds, organisms that have outsmarted the very chemicals designed to control them, raising new agricultural challenges. Perhaps most tellingly, the revolution has failed the farmers it promised to safeguard. Their anticipated stability was never realized, a sentiment echoed by Dr. M.S. Swaminathan, a pivotal figure in India's Green Revolution. Instead, many found themselves ensnared in cycles of debt, with livelihoods precariously tied to volatile markets for seeds, fertilizers, and pesticides, all controlled by the same agribusiness giants. In India, the human cost of this failure is heart-wrenching. Many farmers, overwhelmed by financial ruin, have resorted to suicide, ironically using the very pesticides that contributed to their plight. As we grapple with these harsh realities, it's time to seek solutions, to turn the page from an agricultural system that once offered hope to one that delivers sustainable abundance. In the wake of the Green Revolution's legacy, the question looms, how do we cultivate a future that nourishes both people and the planet? Part 5. Choose a diet that benefits both your body and the world around you. 
Every day, we make choices with our meals that can signal to the food industry the direction we want it to go. By opting for certain types of foods and shunning others, we wield the power to influence big agribusiness and food corporations, steering them towards more responsible practices. Here's the uplifting part. It is entirely feasible to adopt a diet that serves the dual purpose of nourishing our bodies and protecting our environment. When selecting your food, prioritize vegetables and whole foods that have been responsibly produced. Have those carrots been showered in harmful herbicides? Have the grains been cultivated in ways that respect the soil and conserve water? These are the questions we need to ask. Let's delve into three categorically important foods, meat, fish, and dairy. Starting with meat, we often hear advice from nutrition experts pushing us to reduce our meat intake, and they have a point. A primarily plant-based plate is ideal for both health and the environment. However, the narrative isn't simply cut meat to care for the earth, meat from animals raised sustainably, integrated with organic vegetable production, can positively impact the environment. The way grazing animals nourish the soil naturally reduces the need for chemical fertilizers. Consumed in moderation and sourced correctly, meat can contribute to an agricultural revolution that champions sustainability. Now, let's turn our attention to seafood. We should aim for fish that are caught sustainably rich in omega-3s and low in mercury. Larger species often come with a heavy environmental footprint and higher mercury levels, so it's wise to steer clear from the likes of tuna and swordfish. Instead, Consider smaller, more sustainable options like anchovies, mackerel, or wild-caught salmon, choices that are kinder to both marine ecosystems and your body. Lastly, dairy is a tricky one. It's frequently better to keep dairy consumption to a minimum or avoid it altogether. But if dairy is non-negotiable for you, ensure it's 100% grass-fed and organic. Products from sheep and goats are preferable over those from cattle, mainly due to the less than ideal way we raise cattle affecting the animals, the environment, and ultimately human health. These are guidelines, not one-size-fits-all solutions. Each of us has our own dietary needs and preferences. In our quest for food that doesn't cost the earth, remember also to tune into your body's unique signals. Finding harmony between personal health and planetary well-being is the journey to a truly beneficial diet. Part 6 Breaking Through Corporate Influence, Success Stories in Food Policy Reform In the grand struggle to reform our food systems, the might of corporate lobbyists looms large. Their influence stretches through the halls of government, wielding everything from lux gifts to hefty campaign contributions to sway policy in their favour. This formidable clout has thwarted many well-intentioned legislative efforts, yet, across the globe, there have been triumphs over these Goliaths. Despite the sway of corporate food lobbyists, determined government action can indeed prevail. Allow me to take you to Chile, where a transformative story unfolds. In 2006, Dr. Guido Girardi, a Santiago-based physician, ascended to the Senate, driven by a first-hand perspective of the health crisis in his country. He set his sights on the aggressive marketing strategies of the food industry. What did Dr. Girardi do? He rallied a coalition of nutritionists and penned a piece of legislation known as the Food Labeling and Advertising Law. 
Amid relentless resistance from formidable food industry titans, the bill, against the odds, triumphed. A suite of bold measures was set in motion. Food companies had to affix clear warning symbols on products brimming with sugar, salt, saturated fats, and calories. The era of leveraging cartoon characters to peddle unhealthy food to children came to an end. Advertisements for such products were banned from television during the hours when children were most likely to watch. From 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., junk food was expelled from school campuses and companies were mandated to include messages promoting physical activity and healthier eating habits in their marketing. The outcomes were nothing short of remarkable. Kids began imploring their parents to pass on junk food purchases. When the consumer data rolled in, it was revealed that Girardi's law was quadruple times more impactful than any previous food tax or policy initiative. Similarly, on U.S. soil, the soda tax stands as another beacon of successful policy. Spearheaded by economist Larry Summers and former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, this initiative faced fierce opposition from the sugary beverage industry. Despite the hurdles, the tax took hold in cities like Oakland, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. As anticipated, soda consumption dipped, but an unexpected win materialized from the revenue. New public schools and recreational centers emerged, tangible testaments to the tax utility. Seeing these concrete community improvements bolstered support for the measure significantly. The lessons from these stories are clear. While agribusiness and big food corporations may have deep pockets and influence, Progress is within reach with well-crafted, persuasive legislation. Next, let's explore how farmers themselves may play a role in paving the way forward. Part 7. Embracing Regenerative Farming for a Sustainable Future As we ponder how to redeem our food systems, farmers are at the forefront of the transformation we need. To guard against further health crises and environmental disasters, the stewards of the land must adopt revolutionary practices. The answer lies in regenerative agriculture, a holistic approach to farming that honors the earth and yields nourishing produce. The crux of regenerative farming is the very foundation of life on land, the soil. We find ourselves trapped in a vicious cycle, one where we strip soil of its life-giving properties, only to replenish it with chemicals that pose long-term harm to our ecosystem. Breaking free from this pattern is imperative for our survival and that of the planet. So, how should farming evolve to preserve the vitality of the soil? The journey begins with transitioning to non-invasive, no-till farming techniques that respect the ground's integrity. Instead of traditional plowing, which wreaks havoc on soil health, farmers can use seed drills to insert seeds into the earth with minimal disruption. This shift is instrumental in enhancing soil health and improving its capacity to retain water. After all, a robust soil ecosystem is a natural reservoir. Crop diversity and rotation come next, allowing the soil to rejuvenate. By constantly shifting the type of crops grown, farmers can naturally ward off pests and diseases that flourish in static environments. Livestock, too, have their role reimagined. Picture cattle as partners in the regenerative process, their grazing activities enriching the soil with manure, urine, and saliva, stimulating plant growth and fortifying root systems. 
This pastoral symphony mirrors the ancient harmony between the roaming bison and the American plains, reminding us that nature's blueprint offers a reliable guide for sustainable farming. Our use of water in agriculture warrants a critical reassessment as well. Innovators are turning to dryland farming as a beacon of change. This strategy shuns irrigation, leaning on the natural precipitation and snow capture to sustain crops. By leaving harvested crop remnants on the field, they create a protective layer that reduces evaporation and invites more moisture, setting the stage for the next season's bounty. Individually, each of these practices tells a story of hope. Collectively, they carve a path towards a future flourishing with life, one where our relationship with the land is rekindled, fostering an environment where people, wildlife, and the planet thrive in unison. Part 8. Around the globe, farmers are championing eco-friendly agricultural innovations. In our rapidly changing world, where the impacts of climate change and the health consequences of modern diets are becoming increasingly clear, a vanguard of farmers is blazing a trail towards sustainable agriculture. These pioneering individuals are not just forging a new path for themselves. They're setting an example for future generations to follow. Leaders in agricultural innovation are emerging from every corner of the globe, crafting methods that are as groundbreaking as they are green. One of those trailblazers is Reginaldo Hazlet Marroquin, hailing from Guatemala. He's the visionary behind an enterprise known as the Main Street Project, where poultry and permaculture harmoniously intertwine. The Main Street Project champions a technique called agroforestry. Here, chickens dwell beneath the boughs of hazelnut trees, hearkening back to their ancestral roots as jungle fowl. This approach forges a symbiosis with nature that yields multiple cascading benefits. The hazelnut trees double as guardians, shielding the chickens from predatory birds, while their shady canopy offers respite from the sun's intensity. With a forest floor rich in natural feed sources, the need for commercially produced feed plummets. The chickens, in turn, keep insect populations in check, acting as organic pest control agents and eliminating the need for hazardous chemical sprays. And when it's time to harvest, the hazelnuts offer an additional stream of income. Moreover, the leaf litter and chicken manure enrich the soil, providing sustenance for other vegetation. This farming model is a self-sustaining ecosystem, a stark departure from the monocultures that scar the land with their one-dimensional focus. Main Street Project is more than just a farm, it's a philosophy. Eschewing the narrow path of immediate profit, it espouses a long-term vision of prosperity. Farms inspired by Hazlitt Maraquin's ideals operate under a three-fold manifesto. Their practices must be viable ecologically, economically, and socially. In taking this approach, the rewards are manifold. Farmers revel in work environments that are safe and enriching. The chickens thrive in conditions resembling their natural habitat. The ecosystem flourishes untainted by toxic chemicals. And we, the global community, benefit from a world where both humans and nature can prosper. This thinking revolutionizes how we look at agriculture. It's not merely a business, but a custodian of health. For the planet, its inhabitants, and for each of us who calls it home. Final summary. In our exploration of the global food landscape, we've uncovered a troubling reality. 
The Western diet, synonymous with ultra-processed foods and industrial-scale agriculture, is a central villain in today's health and environmental crises. This system's reach extends beyond our waistlines, touching every aspect of the world's burgeoning problems. The journey to right these wrongs is multifaceted, requiring us to rethink our consumption patterns and the very way we cultivate our food. Sustainable eating and farming emerge as the beacons of hope in this endeavor. Governments are called to action, empowered to challenge the juggernauts of agribusiness by enacting forward-thinking policies. From soda taxes to marketing regulations, these legal frameworks can nudge the industry towards practices that favor well-being over sheer profit. In the fields, a revolution is already underway, with farmers reinventing their craft using regenerative techniques. These practices form a blueprint for an agricultural future that heals rather than depletes, fostering an environment where both humans and the earth can thrive. Together, these approaches chart a course towards a future where our most pressing global crises can be addressed at their root, through the conscientious cultivation and consumption of the very thing that sustains us all, our food. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.